This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good afternoon. We're live in downtown Toronto at the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village. Our phone lines are open. If you have a rare item and you're curious about its value, it could be anything. Maybe it's a gold bar, an old watch, antiques, collectibles, sports memorabilia, art, Maybe an old bottle cap collection, a vintage stapler collection. I'm really reaching now. It could be anything. If you have an old heirloom, if you're curious, if you think you have something that might have a hidden value, this is the show to call. In studio with us is Paul Kenny. He's one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada, and he has met, found fame and fortune finding value in uh, items that most people overlook. He's joins us live. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. Good. Good week. Actually, an ex- you know, on a short note, I watched my, myself on A&E. I never get tired of watching myself, okay? Storage Wars Canada, now on A&E. A&E. But it, there was the show that was where Bogart was in a, a locker, and I remember they filmed me, and I was laughing so hard, there was tears in my eyes. I mean, literally, he was that weird that day. <laughs> but it was, and they, but they caught it, and it, it brought back a nice memory uh, of the show that the, the they had tears in my eyes, and it was just, and, and that's a perfect segue to tears in my eyes. Adam West died this week. Yes. That man. Yes. And I know a lot of our listeners out there, they either watch the show, their kids watch their show, or their parents watch the show. But Adam West, he was one of those classic. he couldn't act, but he had, had a well, lot. Well, no. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. He but wasn't. he just made, had Fun with it, and that was the nice thing. Yeah, that know? spirit carried over years and years later, where he embraced the culture of yeah, uh, yeah. Comic Con and all these things, and gave people wonderful access, and had so many wonderful moments with fans. So I feel like he became a fan by the end. You know, like oh, he was yeah. just happy to be there and be part of that. Well, you know, all the actors who were in that. There was uh, Cesar Romero, uh, Gorshin, uh, Judy Newmar, Burgess Meredith. Mm. You could tell that all the actors were having fun doing that show. And I just remember, I remember it fondly as a kid. It's 1966, 67, and it's still like, I actually was sad to hear about it. Because I almost bought the Batmobile one day. What do you mean, the one from the show? There's actually, I think, three of them. But I bought one of, was going to buy one of the Batmobiles uh, from the show. This is about 30 years ago. And it was just. Uh, what did they want for it? I think at that time it was only $28,000. Okay. Well, what's it worth now? Twenty nine? No, probably a couple of hundred. <laughs> Maybe, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard some versions, but I, I heard that because uh, I've heard people talk in depth that they idolize the Batmobile, but then when they get close to it, they can see like the paint's not so good. It's just stickers, and the gauges are all fake, and the thing only does thirty miles an hour or whatever. So it's not the most pleasurable thing to drive in or own. But there it is, this prop. But no, but that's what we do. Like I rent out stuff. 
like I've rented out stuff to other movies, like the you know the chandelier in Chicago. Can yes. You see the poster? That's my chandelier. Ooh, la, okay, la. I rented it to them. And you rent props and stuff. And sometimes I'll buy stuff. I say, that's neat. I'll just buy it as a prop. I'm, I'm to rent it, and maybe someday I'll get to sell it. But there's the other thing as well happened this week. My friend, remember we were talking a couple of weeks ago about that friend who found all the uh, gasoline memorabilia in the basement? Yeah, we interviewed the guy before yeah. the auction, yeah. Well, he's in Honduras right now on a vacation. But he, before he left, he told me. Is that good or bad? <laughs> no, no, he's paid the consigner. Uh, it was over a couple hundred thousand, north of a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of auction. A one one oil can that you wouldn't know about sold for forty eight hundred dollars. That's a hell of a and oil a, can. Wow. And a lot of oil cans for a thousand fifteen hundred dollars. So this is like and this was something that a junk man would come in and charge you to take out of your basement. And he got the, the, the widow couple hundred thousand dollars. Now he made money. And he more- suspect he, he suspected it would go that high yeah. though, yeah. Well, Petroleana is like the hottest thing. And it's like yeah. a Someday, uh, right now, an old Esso sign from the 70s is worth like five grand. It's insane. That's not it. You know something? I would think that after you doing this show with me for a while, you'd start I can coming still appreciate over to my side. No, it, no, no, no. It's like guys paying $12 million for a comic book. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, there's a lot of things you can do with that kind of money other than own a comic book. You can appreciate when markets go crazy, though, right? Yeah. 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 But the, if you would have thought when you bought a comic book at $100,000, like a Spider-Man 10 years ago, and now it's worth a million. Right. You know. But my thing is that people have these lottery tickets in their basement. They, they, but they have to check them out. Okay? Right. Check this, your numbers. You got to check your numbers. Uh-oh. There What's is, happening? Oh, I'm studio sure. work. He's doing studio work. It's a live oh. show, and people are fixing things in the studio. But that thing with Adam West, that's... One, and we, what else happened this week? Oh, yeah, my paintings, the ones we bought. Now, this I want to say this because I remember I told you last week I bought one painting for 1000 and part owner of another one for 3400 We thought they were going to be worth 150 They end up only be worth $80,000. Oh, what a letdown. Oh, what a letdown. man. Oh. But I want, to make, I want to make it clear that this was something I bought at an auction. If I go into someone's house, I'm not going to go to the wall and see an $80,000 picture and offer them $1,000 for it. If it's an auction and no one bids more than my thousand, I get it. Okay, and this is why I'm trying to tell people they should be using people like us to go in and help them out, find out what the stuff is worth. Okay, because like I say, if I win, I want the more they make, the more I'll make. Right. And but and like I say, if I'd see if I went in and like the first half hour, I'm always free. It's after that I'll tell people what they have to pay, if they have to pay. So you're saying for people worried that you're going to come over and take advantage of them or charge not, them through the roof. That's not the story. No, that's not how it. Well, actually, one time I actually went over for an appraisal. First half hour is free. The people decided not to use me. This happened about a year ago. But they used another service. And I knew some of the items in this place was really good. So I bought something for $150. It was about 15000 What do you mean? At the auction that they was arranged through it, the other they person? Had, they had a tag sale. Oh, they no. They had a tag sale. And they decided, no, so all bets are off. I saw it, and we were just, they decided, no, Paul, you're too expensive. And I don't think it was, because I work on a sliding scale. The more they make, the more I make. And they said no, and they went with someone else who probably undercut me by 10 to 1% or whatever they undercut me by. And uh, But the problem here is that it was, uh, they made a mistake for $15,000. Wow. So it was like... 
that's different. There we, is a price that you might pay by not having expert eyes on your stuff. Yeah. We try and be honest. We're trying to give people the right kind of advice. You know what I mean? So that was, like I say, we do complete houses. If someone needs us, come in. Like there's a couple of people this week that didn't need my help. They, they'd already had it all handled. I mean, I can help them a little bit, but they don't need my complete service. And there's other ones that's going to be a lot, a lot of work. Well, now it's busy season, right? Even two weeks ago, we would have looked outside and been like, oh, nobody wants to sell their house or have a tag sale now. But with this kind of weather, this is a lot of people are thinking, well, you know what? I got 20 pairs of ski boots over the years from the family. How do I unload those without having to drive to the dump? Where, I was, where was I yesterday? I was on in uh, Western Ontario. They had a street sale. Weston, Ontario. Weston, um, Jane, and just south of the 401. They had a couple. What? That's like Toronto. What are you talking about? We- oh, you're saying, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weston, it's a town. <laughs> I know. It's just, I just call it like the West End. Yeah. You're from the beaches. You don't no, care what happens over we, here. We talk about this on Zoom already because people call and they say, I'm from Alphaville. And you're like, Alphaville? They're like, oh, yeah, it's like uh, Eglinton and Young. You're like, what? Just say that. Nobody knows your new hip lingo, but okay. Weston, I thought you were like, Weston would be outside of Woodstock, Ontario, and I'd never heard of it. No, no, Weston, okay. Weston. Yeah, and they had five miles set. up the road, I get it, yes. I met a lot of fans from the show, I picked up some stuff, I bought one box of comics for $20, I bought another one for $50 worth about 1000 Anything but, interesting? Yeah, like uh, just early bi- Spider-Man and Batman, X-Men type of stuff. I have a question for you. By the way, our phone lines, uh, if you have an item that you'd like a real-time free assessment on from a celebrity who's now on A&E with Storage Wars Canada, ooh, look at you. Yeah. Uh, our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's toll-free. You can give us a call at 1-866-740-4740. That's 1-866-740-4740. His store, by the way, is located on Young Street in Richmond yeah. Hill. The address is 10341 Young Street. Uh, if you want to email a picture of whatever item it is, you can send that email to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, I, I know you want to change topics. I'm curious about this. What? When you talk about the very, very lucrative world of Batman and Spider-Man yeah. and Superman collectibles, I always say, like, Wonder Woman had a following. But if yeah. you, Wonder Woman's never been a franchisable, you know, it, it had a TV show in the 70s that did well. Yeah. But it didn't have a reinvention in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. And it, it's not one of these legacies like Spider-Man. But right now, it's super hot. But I bet you Wonder Woman comics, toys, all these collectibles are fairly rare. Is that something in this moment where you go, this market's so hot right now? Because the movie's doing oh, well. Yeah, no. Uh, people are willing to pay for it. And, no, the, the ten $5 comics are now worth 50 but you're right. Wonder Woman's never had that. Oh, the, the comic's gone from 1940s all the way through, but never had a great identity. Yeah, and not I, really enduring. They didn't feel pressure to always have a Wonder Woman movie out and always have a Wonder Woman TV series out. Yeah, yeah like and and Superman would have sold ten to one over Wonder Woman. Yeah, literally. But uh, there's a lot of boyhood boys out there who loved Linda Carter. When, but that's a separate thing. That's not a Wonder Woman thing. That's a Linda Carter scantily clad thing. Well, I bet you they bought some of the comic books. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, no. On this here, uh, this is what I was getting over there, is this is the book that has all the comic prices in it. These are every comic ever printed. Isn't that online? You, you haul that thing around? What does that weigh, three pounds? Yeah, no, I have to have it because I, and it's made for the easy to read. As we get older, I have to. <laughs> it's <laughs> like tiny font on it, yeah. Okay. Tiny font. But this is the comic book guide. It'll have everything in different grades. And there are comics in here, a million, two million, three million. It's, it's 
you have to have this because I can't have, as smart as I am, I haven't got everything memorized, eh? Right. Well, that's understandable with million dollar comics. You probably want something to reference. Anyway, hey, wait, you got to yep. get to work. Yes. Let's bang out a few callers here. Let's get to- uh, Betty, Niagara on the Lake. Betty in beautiful Niagara on the Lake. How are you? Fine, thank you. What do you have? I have a man's Britling watch. Okay. It's a Geneva. What year is it? Uh, 67. Ooh. What's, and diamonds or just I'm, silver I'm or gold? Going, I'm going by this number on the back of it. It's 115-25-67. stroke Okay. And is it working and everything as well? Yes. Oh, and what was say? What was the model again? A Geneva. Yep. And it's a 115-25-67, if I recall. Is that yes. the number? One one five two five six seven. Yes. It's an automatic. Okay. And is it a gold case? No, it's a uh, silver case. Okay. Black face. Brindling watches are very, Here, very I just looked it up. There it is. Oh, you found it? Yeah. Oh, that's a nice She's watch. She's a 67, though, or a 66. No, but the vintage watches are going. I couldn't find it. Okay. I'd have to check. So first of all, I have to see if the crystal's in good shape because the crystal you don't want to replace it. If it's working perfectly, that'll help. What I advise people with their watches is never to get them fixed until we give them a value, uh-huh. uh, because sometimes you can do two hundred dollars of fixing repair work to a hundred dollar watch, and that also, especially with the, the old pocket, the old gold pocket watches. Uh-huh. Um, I'd have to actually look at this one. Yeah, because they range quite a bit here. You're Why seeing would I fix it if it's right? Two thousand to three thirty thousand is really yeah. the price range that you're working in. So, no, no, I sorry, I'm giving that as generic advice to everybody out there because we have All a lot right. of listeners, and because they'll clean something or they'll oh. fix it, and I tell them, don't please before I come over, I will actually tell you if it's worth fixing as well, mm-hmm. because sometimes I say no. Uh, this is only for the gold. We're going to melt it down. Please don't clean it, fix it, or do anything to it. Oh, I know that. And I'm trying, like, just trying to help because a lot of people they found, they've had it's been sitting in a drawer for 30 years, and now now they just want to know the value. Oh, it doesn't work. I better fix it before I show it to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and that happens a lot. And we try and tell people, please don't do that because I don't. My my whole idea is to make you money, mm-hmm. to make you the most money you can on this stuff that you have, that, you're, that you've kept for the easy years and that you're now going to relinquish, okay? Yeah, but, so average price that we're seeing is around uh, uh, high 3,000s to low 6,000s. Yeah, chronograph, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can take these on consignment. They usually last a uh, couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Brettlings always sell. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to put it. Well, this is a good-looking watch, though. This is like black face, looks kind of badass. I like it. It's a good-looking watch. You might even you might even be able to sell it to Ben here. He doesn't have a watch. I know he can afford no. one. No, 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 no. What a watch? I can't do it. No. Right. I, especially yeah. if it was something like that. I'd just smash it into a doorknob or something. What I'd have to do is see this, match up the serial number. Do you have the box and the papers with it? No, I have the papers. I don't have the box. Okay. Having the papers is very important. Uh-huh. Keep the papers always close by with it. And uh, the box, we can buy a box online probably for about $100, $150 and make a complete package out of it, okay? Uh-huh. But there is quite a range on this, like Rolexes, Britlings, but they're right now they're in, um, they're in favor. Uh-huh. So this is the time to sell them. Mm-hmm. And it's a men's watch, right? Yes, it is a men's watch, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, thank you so much. Our next caller is going to be Gene in Scarborough. Gene, how are you? Fine, thank you. Welcome to the show. What do you have? I have a, uh, a vintage Cookwright gas stove. I'm just curious as, uh, if it's worth anything. Hmm. Is it like 30 inch? What is it? Oh, inches. I don't know. It's in my basement and I'm upstairs. <laughs> um, it probably could be about 30 inches. Yeah, that'd be standard. Yeah. You know, any condo size in Toronto now would be 24. Yeah. But custom expensive ones, they get like 40 inches yes. wide, all these sorts of things. It's... So what do you think? As a collector... Well, has a look is really going to be the thing, right? Is it yeah. rusted and greased out? And what's a, what is a, Have you kept it in good condition? Well, it's uh, my husband brought it home. Um, it's probably been sitting in my basement for I don't know over thirty five, forty years, and I just uh, it, it looks in good shape. Like the, the green, it's green and white, and there's no nicks or chips out of it or anything. And uh, I just use it to store stuff in. And you brought it to the basement. <laughs> As a prop or something, you might get $100. Really? Yeah. It's just, but it's got to be someone else. I don't think it's got, I don't think you can use it anymore, can you? Yeah, you could, yeah. You could get a, the fittings to retrofit it for sure. Maybe someone use it in the, their cottage or something like that. Mm-hmm. On the good news, you might get a buck for it. The bad news is it's probably going to weigh a lot. It's going to be I was say that um, you're not going to be wanting to move this. Um, I'll give advice on this, but I'm not going to move it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what's it weigh? Probably weighs a couple hundred pounds? Oh, I have no idea. No, it's not a wood stove. It'd be a gas stove, maybe from the 60s or 50s. It might be stylized. I, I think that, is that what you're saying? It's just a gas stove, right? Is it? Well, it's it's like something my grandmother would have used, you know, and she's been dead for like 60 years. Right, but does it have a wood box? Can you also, is it a wood stove? Of any? No, 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 it's, it's for cooking. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oven, yeah. And there's a, there's a, um, a drawer underneath um the oven part, and there's another drawer underneath the um, uh, where the uh, the cook part. The, the um, I can't even think of the word where the flame comes up. There's another drawer underneath that. Yeah. And then it's on uh, on tall legs. Yeah, okay. it sounds familiar. I mean, the, the reproductions of these, some of them sell for fifty thousand dollars, right? Oh, really? Yeah, of course. But like, but it's because they have the new technology. Mm-hmm. So people, okay. they have a brand new. I my second property is a country home and. And I want this oh, okay. big, beautiful wood stove, or it's gas stove, but made to look like an old wood stove, yeah. I'm trying to find it here and just get a picture of it. You got something, but, but you definitely have a potential hernia lifting it out of yes. there, so careful. I would come and see it if you had other stuff to show me, okay? Did you put anything else in your basement? I Give do me have a, call. a um, it's an old uh, kitchen cabinet with the, um, uh, it's got a roll-up roll door, and it's got one side oh. of the cabinet. Is a Hoosier. That, is a uh, a flower sifter like there's a flower yep. in and the sifter on the one side. Yeah, no, and those are a, very collectible. What Paul's these, calling it a Hoosier. Is it called a Hoosier? Is I that a call, brand name? I call them that, but okay. I don't know why. Call. They're worth between three and five hundred dollars. Oh, are they? What? Yes. So we might pass on your gas stove because of the weight, but I'll get there for your Hoosier. How's that? Okay. If it's in good shape, as long as you haven't refinished it within one inch of its life. It's no, got I some... haven't done anything to it. All right. Well, Perfect. she's in Scarborough. Maybe you could hit her up later today. Give me a call. I'm We're going to put you on hold, and Sebastian Hearn's going to gather up your contact information because you might be after a Hoosier, and you can explain to me what that is again. Yeah, it's a, it had all your stuff. You had your flour sifter in it. You put a bag of flour, and it's all your stuff for cooking was in one place. Ah. So it was like uh, before we had cabinets. It was something, and it came usually on uh, wooden ro- roller wheels. You could roll it around. You could move it. This is it, for civilians or for a restaurant? Yeah. Okay. It was probably made out of pine. Oh. Um and they're usually painted some yellow or green or 
god-awful blue. And you want it. Paul wants a Hoosier. Okay, Somebody good. wants this, okay? Our next caller is Greg in King City. Greg, how are you? Hey, how are you? Pretty good, man. What do you well, got? That's good. You know, I listen to you guys a lot, but by the time I actually figure to call in, you're usually at the end of the show, so I, didn't, I don't bother. But this time I thought I'd get a jump on it. Um, good to have you. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, it's good. I like listening to you guys. I've got, I'm going to go in descending order quickly because I know you're pressed for time. Um, to start with, I've got my 25th anniversary watch from my grandfather from his work, 1959 Tissot. Okay. Uh, automatic, in the original box, works perfect. Gold-plated? Well, as far as I know, I haven't looked at it in a lot it's of It's a wristwatch or a pocket watch? Wristwatch. Wristwatch. What's the company? Does it say? Tissot. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. On um, a lot of that, like even your Omegas and some of the stuff from the 50s is harder to sell, and we actually crush a lot of them. Um, well, I wouldn't do that. You know, I know, I know. You know, it's funny. Sometimes some of the best news you can get is that it's worth nothing and just keep the sentimental value. So oh, it's, uh, it doesn't bother me if it's, you know what, I, I, was a 40, I was a salesman for 40 years. Sometimes the best thing you can hear is that um, just keep it. You're not missing out on anything, yeah. 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 No joy. Well, something like that, if you had it in, if Paul owned it right now, the best customer for it would be you. It's your grandfather's watch. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, that, like I say, that's number one. Number two, second, same grandfather. Okay. Got, he collected silver coins from like nickel, or not nickels, quarters, uh, 50 cent pieces, that kind of stuff from the 20s up until the 60s. Okay. And there's probably... Um, this is the Finnish side of my family, so they, you know, he's probably got like 20 pounds of these things that I've got. Whoa. Uh, you're going to be very happy with my answer. you're a wealthy man, yes. Well, maybe. Hey, who knows? <laughs> we know. Um, are they Can they're Canadian or Finnish? Oh, yeah. No, no. Canadian. Canadian. Okay. And um, like I say, I've just, I've just got them in coffee cans hidden away in a secret spot. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like I say, I've had them for, well, my, my grandfather died like 25 years ago, so I've had them since, you know, since then, so... If you've got uh, 20 pounds... There's 20 pounds 16. of silver, uh, like I say, uh, I, I, I don't even think there's dimes or nickels. It's basically quarters, 50-cent pieces, and there's probably a few silver dollars in there or whatever, but uh, it's all, like I say, from the 20s to the 60s. Right. Well, at 20 pounds, you're going to have me $500 face, and it's going to be worth about $6,000. Okay. I'm doing approximate. Don't go like that. Now, here's the number I'm going to give you is that... For every dollar you have, I'm going to give you eleven dollars and seventy-eight cents at okay. today's price. Okay, so if you've got one hundred dollars, I'm going to give you eleven hundred and seventy-six dollars for every hundred dollars you have. And a hundred dollars is only two point three kilo. Yes, you have a lot there. This is the value of old pocket yeah. change when silver content was still in the money. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it's funny with the old Europeans. I've got a Hungarian side on my dad's side and a Finnish side on my mom's side, and they were kind of really into fundamentals. I have know? a question for you. If sure. Finnish, do you have any of the uh, Scandinavian furniture from 1960s? The, um, I know a Finnish designer called Ferkula. His One of his tables recently sold for $21,000. Wow. You know what? I don't actually think so, other than one of my great aunts in Finland was a reason like fairly famous at the finnish side you know um uh 
what I'm talking clothing designer. Okay. I still have a couple because, you know, it's funny, even though we didn't, my grandfather was the oldest of 12, and, uh, you know, the, 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 the stories are unbelievable, and I know you don't have time to listen to them all, but, the, the, you know, stealing across the uh, German lines to seal bread for the family and all this kind of stuff, it was just, it was just amazing. And uh, one of his sisters turned out to be quite the... Uh, quite the clothing designer, which, of course, she always sent us clothes every year and whatever. But, I mean, there's stuff in the closet somewhere. I never really thought much about them. Um, but no, I want to go on to one more us. thing. You have to see us. No, no, wait a minute. You are the perfect person that has to deal with a person like me because what I just said about the Verkula pieces is designer. You would look at the table and say, that brown thing, that teak thing, which is two feet by oh, two God, feet teak? by... Are you talking about teak? Like, yes. I grew up with, I grew up with all that stuff, but I think... I'm pretty sure it's all gone. <laughs> okay, but even the design, the clothes designers, yeah. the, um, the 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 coffee cans that these coins are in yeah. can be worth money. Okay, well, the other day I was in Canadian, a house. You know, my grandfather and my grandparents were here, I mean, from the 1920s, like late 1920s. Perfect. Uh, on both sides of the family. So, you know, it's all old stuff. Don't uh, throw anything out. No. Call me up, have me over as fast as you can to give you some values and see for what you want to sell. Okay. Can I ask you one more quick sure. thing? Uh, one of my one of my very old uncles and my dad were stamp collectors from the uh. turn, of, turn of the century up until. Well, my dad was a, my dad was a doctor, and he used to you know what he used to get. I mean, this this is sort of the last stuff in my collection was all the drug companies used to send him samples issues. Perfect. Oh. They're collectible as well. Throw a candidate party. Let me tell you something. I jumped on. I, I dug the. I dug the box out because I was a kid when they gave me this stuff. When I say kid, I was like, I'm 62, right? So I was like six, eight years old when they started giving me this stuff, and I, I actually dug it out of the basement a while ago, not that long, a couple months ago. Stood on the scale, and there are 20 pounds of stamps. <laughs> okay. That we have a specialist for stamps. Like I say on the show here, I don't know everything, but I know people who do know everything. Right. Okay, now we have a stamp guy who comes in, and everyone's been very happy with what is the service we've get, that he's been giving. Right. He just gives, he tells you what's good and what's bad yep. and what's worth keeping. But he knows he can look at something and do something in 10 seconds that would take me an hour. Okay. Well, we you do know, say that, generally there's an era for valuable stamps. You know what? If he wants to come to my house, which is more than possible, uh, I live up in the King City area, and um, you know he can spend a couple days here, as far as I'm concerned, because the box is completely sealed because of I live in the you know I live in the country, and you know country living has its issues, meaning rodents and that kind of stuff. So everything is completely plastic, yeah. shut. Uh, so I, you know what? Even though I lived in Richmond Hill for 15 years, I'm not coming to you. But at the end of the day, I'm probably 20, I... 15, 20 minutes northwest of Richmond Hill. And, uh, you know, like I say, if you guys want to come see me, you're more than welcome. Give your name and number to Sebastian. Yep. He is a producer here. Yep. And uh, he does a great job. Okay. And, he'll give you, and I will give you a call off air and we'll talk more because I have the feeling that you have a lot of interesting stuff. And both of us will benefit from this. How's that? He wants a house call. I can only hope. <laughs> he wants okay. a house call. Well, what's for dinner in this house call scenario? You know what? I am cooking right now. I, I'm, I'm kind of like a diehard cook guy. I've got some sausage on the stove, and I've got some homemade soup and stuff on the stove. So, you know, it'll be ready in a couple hours. So if you guys want to come up, you're more than welcome. Oh, where'd the sausage come from? <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just like an Oktoberfest type thing, you know? Oh, but you didn't make it. I didn't make it. No. Okay, all right. But I made the soup. 
Store bought oh. sausage, hand, homemade soup. Are you going? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, well you're it, gonna go either way. No, you mentioned Oktoberfest. What's a house call? Wait a minute, Oktoberfest. I we went to Oktoberfest in Munich. This is a side here. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm in the right spot. The chairs and the tables were nailed to the ground. <laughs> That's when you know you're in a proper it's a rowdy beer. crowd. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good crowd. But thanks a lot, and we will talk to you there. Give your name to Sebastian here, and uh, I will talk to you later. Thanks a lot. We got to take a quick break. We are live. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. Our phone number is four one six three six zero zero seven forty. We'll be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We're live in downtown Toronto at Liberty Village in studio with Paul Kenny, one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada, now available on A&E in America, too. Congratulations. Yeah. Our phone number, 416-360-0740. Our next caller is going to be uh, Robert in Belleville. Robert, what's what's doing, man? 36-inch uh, Preston thermostat, thermometer. Wow. Okay. I offered me 100, but I turned it down. Oh, you didn't? What? Help me out. What? What on earth are you guys talking about? It's a Preston. thermometer, outside advertising thermometer. Preston, oh, Preston coolant. Gotcha. Yeah. So this is uh, one of these, not ceramic. What are they called? Porcelain. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Anything like that. Preston. That'd be a nice piece. Nineteen thousand dollars. That's how hot that stuff is right now. Yeah. No, I don't know. How much? What would you oh, guess? Oh, hundred. Okay. It's uh, thirty-six inch. Well, that guy was going to make some money off you. Okay. How's the artwork and advertising on it? Does it look good? Big party. Does it look good? Is it chipped? Have you no, been shooting really at it for 30 years? Does it get full really of 22 holes? It's really good shape. It's probably worth between 275 and 350 Easy. Yeah. Of anyone's money. People like that Prestone even a bit more. I Now, it depends on which one, and it depends on how really clean it is. Well, no repairs, no corrosion. And I've seen them sell as... I mean, auction, sometimes they go for $500. You get the right two people at an auction, $500 on that. Preston, very collectible. I am astounded at Petroliana. When we were at the Christie's outdoor auction mm-hmm. there, I, I could not believe what people were buying and the prices they will pay for anything that's related to automotive. It's it's oh, just yeah. startling. Well, what gets me is gas pumps. Yes. I mean, how do people put these gas pumps in their houses? And a friend, my friend at Clappison's Corners, Ron, who's uh, he's actually moving. So I want people to go in there and make offers. He's, he told me the other day he's moving to a new location of 15,000 square feet. And he says, Paul, we're going to have a sale. And he says, if, if you've ever been in, you've never been in a shop. It is like Yeah, something. no, I have been in, not in recent years. It's a beautiful building. Oh, yeah, but yeah. it's like stacked to eat. 
it's stacked. To get at one thing, he has to move five things, okay? And he says, Paul, I, I, I don't want to move all this stuff. I want to sell it. So I want people to go and my friend Ron at Clapson's Corners. And if you're looking for antiques and you need to make a deal, if you want something for the garden, he's got a whole area of just garden stuff. He's got all sorts of furniture. He's got all sorts of small stuff. But right now, let's put he's at a bit of a disadvantage. So if you go in he's and He's a want motivated to make it, seller. He is a motivated seller. You're telling our listeners to go and take advantage of his predicament. Not a bad concept. He's a motivated seller, just like the people at Southworks. They're having that sale 10 to 50% off because they're moving. Okay. And I want to send people over to Southworks because of this sale because there are like today, there'll be lineups at the cash register. It should also go during the week. There's less people there. But on the weekends, I was there uh, two Sundays ago, and it was lined up like 30 people. I was Help people out. Where's Clappison's? How do they find it? Clappison's Corners is at Highway 5, just west of Highway 6. Like, it's one of those places, and it's just about 200 yards west of Highway 6, on your way to Christie, where we were saying. Mm-hmm. And Southworks is right at 64 Grand Ave. In Cambridge, Ontario, right downtown, the old south, the old fact, it's an old factory, old, it's about 200 year old building, wood floors and all. It's a shame they have to move out of there, but they're making it into a condo. While you're promoting, you should mention your friend, Mississauga Carton. Well, I was in a house this week and it made me mad almost because I said, someone said they listen to my show all the time. And I look at it and they got all these boxes that I know where they bought them from one of these, um, uh, what do they call Big them? box office stores, supplies, yeah. yeah. And they charge them six, seven dollars. I said, that box there is a dollar box. How many did you buy? And they said, we bought 40 of them. Oh. And I said, <laughs> you just paid $200 for boxes, and they'll probably charge you to take them out of here. I said, did you get, how did you get your peanuts? And they said, we didn't even have peanuts. I mean, peanuts are little things, the foamy things that keep your yeah, stuff safe. styrofoam packing. And they had the bubble wrap. My guy at Mississauga Carton. And it's, you can look him up. He's on Haynes Road, just off the Queensway. And he's got everything. If you're moving or packing or shipping, it's the guy to go to. And say Because if you, I wouldn't pay out $500 for shipping supplies if you can buy the same thing for $100. Because after you've moved, guess what you're going to do? You're going to throw it away. So you're throwing away $500 when you buy these things from all these big box stores. But excuse me, I got a cough. Okay. Well, you're going to literally use the cough button? Look at that. Technology in motion. No, I used the off button. Sorry. Okay. Well, good stuff. Okay. So there you go. You've made everybody happy. I've made everyone happy except for my friend Sam. Who's Sam? Well, Sam is the guy who makes the custom kitchens. Yeah. Okay. And I told you he was making the safe room. And I actually oh, went and talked about right. this week. Yeah, we're talking about that. Multi-millionaires want safe rooms built into their homes. That's one of the elements that he does on top of kitchens and stuff like that. He says it's the fastest growing part of his business. Yeah, I believe it. People are He's, terrified now. He says they got ki- they've got they uh, got their kitchens already, but they want to have, uh, oh, he also said bathrooms. I mean, how much time we spend in bathrooms, I understand it. But he says the growing part of his business is safe rooms. And yeah, was, I believe it. It makes sense. Okay, okay. We've had all sorts of weird terrorism activity in countries that are never normally supposed to have have them. That's why, isn't it amazing that you haven't heard any political conversations about gun control in the last year? Yeah. No, everyone's thinking the opposite of that right now. Otherwise, if it was business as usual, they'd say, let's get rid of these guns. Well, nobody wants that right now. We want to talk about safe rooms, please. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I was actually surprised 
And when I actually mentioned your name, I said, you might want to save room. I, I said, I, <laughs> yeah. Well, right? I know you've got valuables. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Yeah. A safe room? I could, where would I put one, though? I live in Toronto. You know, the, the property alone would be worth too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but he, he says, that's, it's amazing, he said, on this business. I couldn't believe it. I said, okay. No, I believe it, for sure. You know. I he, get it. And he says, they want them to look nice. He says, the old years, you just had it hidden away. He says, they want shelves in. They want to put their valuables. They're rich. The they want everything. That's right. They want I satellite. Know. When the power goes out and there's burglars rummaging through their house, they still want a butler and satellite. I understand this because I do know a lot of rich people. And they go, well, how many Ferraris can you own? You have to start yeah. thinking about things like security and the financial well-being of your great-grandchildren at some point. That's what they think of. Yeah. I understand. Okay, okay. Buy a safe room through your buddy Sam. How do you do that? Well, no, he advertises. He's in Guelph, and he said a new generation wood products. And say, what's he saying? Wait, he can't build a safe room out of wood, though. Or maybe <coughs> I don't he know can. How he makes it? Okay, I didn't I, ask it's him. his trade secret. I don't know. He yeah. knows how to do it. He okay, says, what's his line? He says, "We cut wood, we don't cut corners." Okay. The idea is the safe room. They don't want to see it. It's oh, be I see. Okay, like a hidden wall. Okay. That's that's ninety percent of the safe room is you don't know it's there. Right. I would believe that because it can't be that. If I can get you with, to you with my uh, power drill, it's not that safe. But there's yeah. probably other elements to it that we don't know about. Exciting yeah. stuff. All right, back to work. Back no to more work. gabbing. Okay. Uh, Linda in Toronto is our next caller. Linda, sorry Hello? we've left you on hold for so long. We had to talk about weird things like safe rooms and boxes. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. I have a book called Canada, the Foundations of Its Future, written by Stephen Leacock and published by the House of Seagram. Um, oh. It's never actually been opened. I'm wondering, is it worth anything? Or? Canada's humorist. Okay. Uh, probably about $40, if I remember from having these from before, because I think they were given away um, uh, some kind of a whiskey thing, if I'm not mistaken. You're saying you recognize these books yeah. as some sort of gimmicky giveaway. Okay. Yeah. And I think they were collectible. Leacock was, yeah, $20 to f maybe if people trying him for 100 you know. But I think it's going with about 20 If I saw it in a house, I'd be paying $10. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Enjoy it. How is that bad news? My guess was zero. Well, no. The, the good news is the second part of my story here. Okay. Tell your kids how you got it. It's like that other friend had when you have something. You're going to give a kid a book? No, they're going to appreciate. You're going to look story. at it like it's a brick. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying that when we're if something has got not as much value that I'd want to buy it, if you're going to hand it off to your kids, tell them the story that goes with it. You know what I mean? That's or take the ten dollars and run. That's my <laughs> advice, Linda. Ten bucks. Well, actually, I was wondering, like you know. <laughs> I wanted to know if it was valuable at all because I'd really like to read the thing, but I didn't want to do oh. that until I found out. No, no. Uh, Stephen Leacock, one of Canada's great humorists. Uh, yes, read it and enjoy it. Okay? okay It'll take you back great. to a time where you're going to enjoy Canada. How's that? Right. Well, I thought this was the perfect year to open it and read it. Yes, like a good bottle of wine. Have a yeah. good bottle of wine with it. How's that? <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Mary in Toronto is our next caller. Mary, how are you? Hi there. What do you got? I've got a coin, a John F. Kennedy coin. Okay. Uh, it's a gold coin, and it's from its date. It says 1917 to 1963, John F. Kennedy, President of the United States. You know that's when was gold that or gold-plated? 
Uh, I'm not sure. That's why I wanted to. Okay. I wanted to. It's pretty heavy, but I wanted to maybe show it to you or something. Yep. And see if it is worth uh, anything or. Um, generally, they'll have this is made after his death. Um, in 1964, the United States had their 50-cent pieces they made in John Candy coins. Uh-huh. If yours is made out of gold, it'll say 999 on it probably. Okay. There is something printed right at the back underneath the, like where the wings are, but I can't, I can't read it at all. It's yeah. very, very small. Get a loop or like a magnifying glass. Anything that's made, if something's made out of gold, they're generally proud of it. And oh. it'll say somewhere. We can test it. But okay. I believe that they'll, if it says 999 fine gold, mm-hmm. then it will be gold. So silver half dollars, those exist for JFK. Those are all yeah. over the place, and they're worth standard silver prices plus whatever if well, you want no, to pay more. Well, no, there's a difference on those. But I do have sort of gold-plated coins for yeah. JFK, yeah. Yeah. Nothing solid, though. No. But they might have made, because some of the Franklin Mint made some stuff, but the 1964 silver, silver half dollars are 90%. And the rest of them after that are only up to 70, are only 40% silver. We still buy them, but it's on this coin, this metal, if it's not gold, please enjoy it. Oh, okay. It'll but probably if, be worth $25. But that, if it is gold, then it's a. Uh, if it's gold, it would be rare because yes. I can't find it, uh, like a single oh, ounce okay. JFK gold coin. Can I just question one more thing? Sure. Can I have you on the line? Yep. I have two stamps of Sir Winston Churchill stamps, and they are gold. What? It says 18 karat gold on the back. Okay. And it says replica 18 karat gold of Sir Winston, Winston Churchill stamp. Okay. Now these probably then just melt them. Melt them? Yep. You can bring them in. If they're 18 karat, we'll test it. If whatever they weigh, we're paying around $35 a gram. So if okay. it weighs 10 grams, I'm going to give you $350. If it weighs 300. 20 grams, it's $700. Oh, okay. Okay. No okay. art value there? Huh? No art value? No. Oh, because, because art, most the, of it's souvenir. It, the pictures on it of him are beautiful. Like they look really nice. But yeah, if it's not worth it, if it's just the gold, that's worth the money. Gold's yeah. also beautiful. It's gold is beautiful. Color. Money's beautiful. It's glad if you'd bought it in copper, I'd be telling you a dollar twenty-seven. How's that? Wow. Would you rather have seven hundred and fifty or a dollar twenty-seven? Yeah, seven hundred. <laughs> okay, this uh, we just checked with the magnifying glass. This John F. Kennedy coin. Yep. It does say eighteen carat. Well, that's actually good, as long as it's not plated. No, no, yeah, it could be 18 karat plated. Oh, okay, okay. Right? So a lot of them, you can even see that some of them are 24K okay, okay, gold plated. Bring them with me and just show you them. No problem. Bring it in. We'll do the test for you. It might take a day in some cases. Yeah, that's but okay. But we can do it for you, okay? Okay. Um, just one last note, really, really quickly. Yep. Uh, I have two little notes, 25 cents paper money, and it says uh, on it, July the 2nd, 1923. Yeah, they're called shin plasters. They're worth between 5 and $100. Oh, okay. Okay, so that'll be nice. I like to, I've always had these because my dad gave them to me. He passed them down to me, and I've always wanted to see what any, any of this is worth. So I have a few other things, so I'd like, uh, I'd like to bring them in and show you. Any uh, hockey cards or baseball cards my from 1923? Yeah, my kids have those. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, and you're located at? 10,341 uh-huh. Young Street. Oh, okay. <coughs> 10341 Young, and just if, north of Major McKenzie in Richmond Hill. If you have to press Hill. a button, uh-huh. and it looks like a lot of security, you're at the wrong place. We're on the <laughs> other side of the wall. We're the friendly guys. Okay, you're the friendly guys. <laughs> yes, the other guy is you got to take your glasses off. You're not allowed to wear a hat. Okay. And you got to buzz in, and it's like going into Fort Knox. I can't Us, believe this feud is still going between the two. You guys aren't friendly yet? 
No, I'm not. I'm He's going to get a competing radio station and just I mean, balk about you all day. Yeah, he'll tell he say everything he knows. The show will last about 30 seconds. Okay. Oh, <laughs> and it's getting worse and worse. It's a blood sport. Now, I'm sure he's a nice guy. Listen, uh, Paul, Paul is our next caller, and I have from outside Cleveland you're calling? Yep. Hey, Paul. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Good to have you. Well, thank you for taking my call. Yeah, I'm in uh, Berea, which is uh, a little town, oh, just a little ways west of uh, Cleveland. Cool. Okay. Okay, what I have here is a uncirculated copy of the book uh, called The Spanish Earth by Ernest Hemingway. And uh, the way I know that it is uncirculated is because uh, uh, my mother's father, or technically my grandfather, but he was dead long before I was alive. Anyways, uh, he used to be a, or he was a typesetter or a printer, all right? I believe it was this uh, J.B. Savage company, which is in Cleveland. He, uh, my mom told me, he brought the, this home one day, you know, they were doing like an initial run of the printing or something like that. And either this book was a mistake or uh, he got one or something like that and uh, so she had it for a lot of years and uh, we talked about perhaps it was worth something yes yes and, it uh, is so i know it's uncirculated it's it's you know it's it's old but it's never been really used or, or <laughs> what does it say on the inside cover in terms of the year it was published and uh you know first edition these sorts of things 1938 okay, first edition i know that we'll see on the inside it says uh First edition, the J.B. Savage Company, Cleveland, 1938. Uh, what else? What else? Does that line up? I don't think that yeah. lines up. No, no, no. This is good. This is good. On this one, this book, uh, not signed or anything, but this book here, first edition, mm-hmm. six hundred Canadian, five hundred Canadian. Probably that's retail on it. You can okay. still make money on it. Um, and now, what I'm thinking though is if you got it. And it wasn't put out. This was an early pressing, and they made a mistake and corrected it before it went out. Uh-huh. This could be even better. Okay. They're huge collectors for uh, Papa Hemingway. Okay. okay. Huge okay. collectors for him. Uh, this book is worth it as a first edition, and mm-hmm. it's worth it if it's, if there's an error or something slightly different. You didn't happen to get it signed, did you? No, it's it's not signed. I mean, it's uh, you can tell just by paging through it that it's... it's Head, you know, uh, don't it's, page it's, through it too much because then that that is what we call circulating. Yeah. Okay? So, but Paul, I mean, if you go online, there's extraordinary databases for some of these collectible old books, and you go, oh, well, I think it's a first edition, and it'll say the date it was originally published, but it's not. And the reason you can tell, mm-hmm. they'll have certain typos on certain pages. It'll be like yeah. page 47. On the second line, there's the word water, but they've spelled it with two R's. And that would be indicative that it's this print run or that print run because they weren't able to correct these things very easily. So that'll tell you exactly what it is. And if you find that the book that you have has different heirs or heirs that are they're all there, then that would indicate that it's even earlier and more of a prototype, which is what you're talking about, Paul. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Is it numbered uh, like a thousand? What's on the cover? A guy with a clenched fist? Yep, there's a clenched fist. There's, and airplanes. There's two, yeah, there's a couple airplanes, a clenched fist. Spanish Earth, it's a Hemingway. This is worth coming. This is worth coming to see me on. Hardcover, and it's kind of got like a textured, uh, almost like a cloth uh, covering. Yeah, something like that. Come and see me with this. I'm sure I can help you out, and I'd be glad to see it, even if you don't want to sell it. But Mm -hmm. it should be something you want to just package up the right way. He's in Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland! (laughs) Oh, sorry. Okay. You go see a Browns game this fall? No, I'll go down. Might cost me more than it's worth, right? 
Well, we might be going down. We're doing some. We have some business going to be going down the states, and uh, if if it gets to Game Seven in the NBA, which I don't think is going to happen, I might go to Game Seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cleveland's a nice place. We one of my biggest finds ever was in Cleveland. Really? We bought uh, about six forty-five bags of pennies and nickels, Canadian pennies and nickels in Cleveland. In Cleveland, cool. They were all bank bags out of the nineteen sixties. From like a robbery then? What? No, he just collected them. They all had the air tags on. The funniest thing is my son and my nephew are driving it back. They're going across the border. All these bank bags have uh, returned to the bank, Bank of Montreal, (laughs) Royal Canadian Mint. Now get this. There's also some of them were in ammo boxes. DuPont Great. (laughs) They go across the border. I shouldn't say. And she looks inside, looks at all the bank bags. These guys got to be nuts. And she just waves them on. Wow. They didn't even stop him. What do you got in there? Just Canadian cone. Just ammo boxes and bank bags that say this is stolen. Sure, great. I swear to God this happened. They came back and said, Paul, you're not going to believe this. They said, Dad, Bogart says to me, we were at the border for almost a minute. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right, Paul. Well, thanks for your call. Thanks. Okay. we got to take a quick break here. It will be the home stretch when we return. We are live, so if you have a quick call about a rare item or an item that you think might have some special value, you can give us a call right now. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, the number is one 866 The store, which will be open during the week, is uh, located at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. We'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? there's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Grand Avenue. Help yourself to free parking and a sale. The first in 25 years. The reason? Southworks Antiques and all of its 100 vendors under one antique roof are moving to the other side of the Grand River. Paul and Bogart have been one of those vendors for two decades. Come check out all the antiques, collectibles, and 30,000 square feet of neat stuff for sale. And save 10 to 50% until June 25th. Visit southworksantiques.com and let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. Phone lines are jammed. We're not going to get to everybody, but hopefully we can. We do want to talk a note about boutique advertising on this show. Yeah. A lot of different uh, flea markets, farmer's markets, local, you know, downtown Brampton has its own flea market. You can reach out to Paul to advertise on the show. I mean, we have a very focused audience here. It's mainly antiques and collectibles. So maybe you don't want to buy a year of advertising. You know, it's not Pepsi's new... uh, you know, uh, vegan soda drink in a year campaign. Maybe you just have something coming up in the next few weeks. They can call your number. What number? 647-298-8989. And if they're listening, other people are listening, so that means they should advertise on us. It's like it's like your show. I understand. I should lead into this. Don't you have a top-rated show on Friday and well, Thursday? Don't tell me you're about to criticize Face the I'm Music not, again. No, no, we had no. a disaster on Friday. I I'm think gonna... I announced I quit on Friday. That's how many technical problems we had. No, no, but I know it's top-rated. And it, if people are listening to your show, like I was listening the other day, even though you don't have a category like uh, songs that have antiques in the title, 
No, yeah, how can I? Yeah, you've been encouraging me to do antique songs. Like, I can't do the research on that. That's what I was thinking. But back to this advertising for us. If people want to, if they like what they hear on this show, they can advertise in the show. And, and we, I'd like to have people that I know what their product is. Everyone that is advertising right now, I personally, I shouldn't say I vouch for them. But if you have a problem with them, tell me. Okay, but if you were going to advertise, maybe not your garage sale for next no, Sunday, no. but it, maybe it's a vintage car show or collection or auction or whatever, this is a great avenue for yes. that. So again, give them the number because they go, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll pay to get a little press and talk to Paul and yeah. get involved. What's the number they call? 647-298-8989. Yep. And that's where they can send me pictures of stuff as well. Or you can call me at the store, which is 905 737 Gold. All right, good stuff. Thanks. Look at you providing all kinds of services. Sally in Toronto is our next caller. Sally, how are you? Hey, Sally. Hello. We're sorry that we left you on the, on hold so long. How are you, and what do you got? Well, I've got a Daisy Red Rider rifle, cap gun rifle, and a package of unopened caps. I'm a buyer. What do you want for it? I don't know. Where are you? Okay. <laughs> I'm in Scarborough. The daisies go for about 75 to 100. They go for more, but you can't ship them through the mail without doing a whole lot of things. Even toy guns you cannot ship. The the caps you can ship. The unopened pack is probably really cool. Probably uh, daisies are going between 50 and $100. Okay. And especially if it's working, doesn't have, if it's all if it's still nice and smooth action to it, and you've got the unopened caps, the yeah, unopened caps are probably 20 $30. Well, it it's uh, it was my husband's when he was ten years old. Perfect. So Sally, what you do is you call a couple friends over. You set up some cans in your backyard. You no, be, no, no, best no. shot ten dollars a hit. No, not going to happen. There's enough gun carrying on going on in yeah. this city. No, this is a BB gun. This is like you know. You I can get. I can take care of this. We'll put it in safe hands. It'll go into a collector's hands, and who will not ever fire it. Okay. Well, and it's. If the Red Rider, the old Red Rider comics are very popular. Yeah, Daisy Red Rider, and so are the caps, Daisy Red Rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what I say we do this afternoon. We go to Sally, give her fair market value for the pellet gun. We go up to King City to visit the other guy. Okay. In his backyard, we'll do best shot $10, shoot at some cans in the woods. <laughs> Thanks. Isn't that a fun day? Yes. All right. Our next caller is John in St. Catharines. John, how are you? You. Sorry, we cut you off there. You're okay? Yes, I'm fine. What do you got, man? I've got an old early 1930s Rogers Majestic Mantle Radio. Whoa. Okay. Well, these are nice. Okay. Is Does it, still it work? Working? Yeah. Oh, it plays beautiful. Really? There's no static fuzz. It doesn't need to warm up. The tubes are okay. It takes a little while to warm up because it's got a huge, heavy transformer in it. And it's AM only, obviously. <laughs> but it plays well. Yeah, but you don't. If it looks good, the sky's a, well, not the sky's the limit, but a no. couple hundred bucks, right? No, no. There are a lot of them out there. There's one just sold for $35, and I'm actually amazed. In working you know, condition? In wood, in wood, 40, 50, um, because a lot of people, remember, 1940, everyone had a radio. Right. And because you paid good money for the radio, yep. people, when I go into someone's house, that's what they consider as, that was the showpiece before TVs. Right. So they kept it in good kip, and it's something that, because every house had it. It's yeah. like every house had a, an iron and an ironing board. Now, I don't know if Moses Neimer likes this idea, but you if you have vintage TVs and radios, I mean, we do have the TV radio museum here at the oh. Zoomerplex. 
Maybe you're not going to get any money. Maybe you're not interested in doing a Gigi ad for $35. Or you're about to do something really bad. You can probably <laughs> deliver something. it here, and at least it'll be treasured to some degree. I know uh, there's a, uh, a friend of mine, a Toronto lawyer, Bob Aaron, he just donated a beautiful old AM radio because he goes, what am I going to do? Am I going to sell it for 100 yeah. bucks? I'd rather it, that somebody it. take care of it or fix it or use it for parts. So he donated it to, uh, just. he said literally, yeah. just put it on the uh, in the office yeah. there. I got to say, that that was a fun day. The day we went and saw that stuff, it's like oh, I when we got the guided tour of the MZ yeah, Media yeah. Yeah, Television Museum. Because yeah. that was the day of touching it, feeling it, seeing it. There was stuff I, I saw there that I've never seen before. Yeah, but you also get the acquisition story, how much it was purchased, where it came from, who it was purchased from. Some of that stuff's exciting, especially when you're talking about, like, Elvis's TV, Marilyn Monroe's TV. TV. Oh, I my know. God. But I'm looking at that kind of stuff, and this is where some of the – why we go into people's houses – I, I'm, I've got 40 years of experience. My mom was a, an antique dealer. My sister's an antique dealer. We touch it, feel it, see it, you know, and we know the stuff. Some of these people, like I say, I take advantage of some of these guys who sell $15,000 paintings for $1,000. Mm. You know what I mean? So they should be calling us when you're downsizing. Is this, is this the end of the show? I thought we were going to commercial. This was it. All right, so final thoughts. Sebastian Hearn, who screens all the phone calls and produces the show, thank you very much. Paul Kenny, where can they contact you? 905-737-4653. And I want to thank everyone for letting us get into their homes today. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.